loving these Class of 2020 episodes. We've got a guest just opposite me in the studio today. It's part of a little group of guys, uh, 2020 AFL draftees that we've been talking to every six months for the last year or so from St Kilda today, as I said, just sitting opposite me. Maddie Allison, how are you, Maddie? I'm good, thanks, uh, Halfs. Great to be in here, mate. Um, love the studio. It's good to finally meet you in person as well. We've done, obviously, a couple of Zooms, so good to come in and meet you today, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and we were talking uh, maybe a few months ago. I met your dad at the Coburg yeah. Free Club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he said nice that. Off. He comes home. Um, that night, and he goes, oh, "I met someone that you um, that you know today." And I was like, "Oh yeah." And he goes, oh, I've, I, "I he's interviewed you before." And I said, "Up, oh, that's halves, isn't it?" And he goes, "Yeah, that's it, halves." <laughs> so uh, apparently, you're doing a documentary for yeah. Me. How's yeah. that all going? It's going all right. I think it might just be under the radar. So oh. no, no, I think I think you're allowed to say. I just can't give too many details. Oh, okay. I think better safe than sorry. Yeah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> My right. bad. I look that's forward right. to seeing it anyway. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Mm. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully, I can mm. do it justice. But how was your off-season, mate? Um, do, you, do you get to go anywhere? Anything like that? It was a pretty... So it was a, it was a good off-season. Off-season's off always good to get away and mentally refresh. At the start, it was um, pretty boring, to be honest, because we're in lockdown and um, weren't able to do a lot. But um, actually, the I think it was the day New South Wales opened their border. I'm like to a couple of mates, do you want to go to Sydney for the weekend? They're like, yeah. So we booked the flight on the Friday morning I was in Sydney by Friday night, and we we're there for a weekend. So that was that was great. I got up there, I saw some family, um, but also there was a few of the boys up there, Saints boys up there. So right, we got up okay. with them, and that was great. It was good to get up there, and it was good weather too. So that was the only place I went to in the off season. But um, overall, it was great. Good to mentally refresh and um, yeah, get away. Yeah. Did you get COVID over the off season? No, I didn't. I was one of the few that didn't, and uh, Touchwood it stays that way. Um, but uh, yeah, it looks like a lot of people have been affected within the AFL industry and obviously community as well. So hopefully yeah. I don't get it. Did you get it? No, I haven't got, I haven't it, got it. it. Yeah, one of the last people standing. That yeah, yeah. We're, right. get, yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, we're doing all right. Doing very well. Mm. Um, hopefully we're not spreading it to each other right now. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, how Did the Saints get hit hard? Oh uh, yeah, we had a few guys that, that had it. Probably more so um, just pretty much over that Christmas break, we had a few boys get it, but Touchwood, everyone's healthy now, and and um, we haven't had any interruptions since. So it was, yeah, it's not like many of the boys missed training because it was all over their Christmas break. So, um, but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it stays that way throughout the season. Mm. And uni, mate, you were saying you wanted to smash out some uni subjects over the off season. Did you get around to that? Yeah, I did. I got about two or three done. I think oh, three. Sorry, I got three done, um, and I pretty much got them done throughout that first part of the off season because it was actually a longer off season this year. I think it was about 12, 13 weeks off, which is it's usually about oh, nine or 10. So we had a few extra weeks, which was nice. So smashed all them out early because um, there was nothing else to do. So that was good. Um, mm. Yeah. What subjects were they? What are you doing? Uh, so I'm still doing that uh, my business sports management course. So yeah. the two, the, can't remember the first one I did, but the other one was it's like information into business systems uh, and then – the other one was uh, business within the sport and rec industry. So um, I can't remember the other one I did, but they were the, I remember those two quite well. So Enjoying it though? Yeah, it's good. It's a little bit tough now with footy trying to juggle two commitments, but mm. yeah, you just find a way, I suppose, and, and get it done. Yeah, you're not doing it at all now? Just 100% focused on footy? Um, at the moment, I'm not doing it. I've en- enrolled for um, sort of the middle of the year, so I'll try and get a couple of subjects done um, in season, find it a lot easier than doing it 
in pre-season just because pre-season is so full on. And then I'll do what I did again in the off-season and, and try and get a few done. Is that a special footy player thing, doing it in the middle of the year? Or like, how, how, does the uni, how does the uni manage that? Uh, I think it's just based on um, player preference. So some guys like to do it in the pre-season. Some guys, like myself, like to do it in-season. Yeah. Um, so and unis are really good about it. They, they usually have an elite athlete coordinator that you can liaise with to um, – to yeah, sort of pick your preferences where you when you want to do your subjects. Um, so that always helps. But yeah, I think it just um, depends on the preference of the player. Yeah. Mm. Last episode, everyone that we spoke to, all four of you, spoke about the challenges of last season. Just mm. so many with COVID, ridiculous. It's not been so much this preseason in terms of COVID, but there would have been other challenges, I'm guessing. So tell me about your preseason, Matt. Tell me about the possible challenges that you faced. It was a good preseason. Uh, this was. Um, in my first pre-season, I was sort of looked after a little bit and was sort of pulled in and out of drills. And sometimes I even missed the whole training just to um, do some gym work. So this pre-season hadn't missed a session, which was great. Um, we just we brought in a new head of high performance in Nick Walsh over the off-season. Um, so he's he's brought in some some uh, yeah he's he's been great great addition to the club. We've been doing a lot more physical stuff um, like swimming, boxing. Uh, bike as well um, so that's been really good although the swimming I was didn't really enjoy I was like a, an anchor just every time I'd get in the water I'd just go straight to the bottom <laughs> but it was great it was um he's uh, he's really brought a different method into um the way we go about things and we can sort of see the benefits already guys are just saying how well they pull up from games and how fit they're feeling too so um it was a really really good pre-season they're always long and they're always hot and and tiring but um, this time of year, it's it's always an exciting one because pretty much all the pre-season's done. It's now into games. You mentioned the new staff just earlier there. And when I was at that Saints Bombers uh, pre-season game just the other night, saw wandering around the boundary, former Melbourne Victory coach Ernie Merrick, mm. who I did not expect to see wearing a St Kilda polo. Yep. Does he have much involvement with you or is he like the coaching mentor? What's, what's he do? He's a coaching mentor for Rats, yeah. Okay. So he's he's been great for Rats. Um, Rats has, has been really, you can tell that it's been really good for Rats to have Ernie there. Um, he's always given Rats tips and advice, which is great. So, yeah, he, he doesn't really spend a lot of time with the playing group. It's more, yeah, mentoring Rats and also the other coaches too. Um so he's a great addition. He's yeah, his record sort of speaks for itself. And like you said, he's yeah, it was um, well documented with Melbourne Victory. And I think Wellington Phoenix as well. I think he co- coached the Newcastle Jets as well. So yeah, Wellington too. Yeah, yeah. So he's had a, a lot of exposure. And yeah. he's very successful. So it's great to have him. Yeah, he's from Scotland. So yeah, not sure he knows too much about the defensive position yeah. and all that. Footy was, <laughs> but yeah, it's good to see him uh, helping out Rats. Mm. But you personally, you didn't get on the park in that. Uh, AFL preseason game, but been playing some VFL prackies, yeah. Yeah, we've played about two VFL prackies um, so far. So we played Carlton and uh, just recently Port Melbourne. As of uh, played on Saturday two days ago, so um, that was good. Good to dust the cobwebs out. It's been good to play against some opposition too, because um, we've yeah just been playing against ourselves, and um, so it's always nice to have a hit out against some opposition. Um, so it was uh, yeah. Fingers crossed, um, can get an opportunity this year at, at AFL level. But uh, it's always nice to um, to be back playing footy. Uh, as you know, last year we didn't get a, a heap of opportunity yeah, to do that. So, yeah. mm. have you been performing in the uh, those VFL practice? Been going all right? I've uh, been a little bit up and down. Uh, the Carlton game, I was a bit off. Did all right in the weekend. Um, 
just got moved up onto the wing, so that was nice. Um, got a little bit more of it and felt like I got a bit more involved. So, look, it's only two games against opposition and practice games, so and that's what practice games are for, just to just sort of see where you're at and what you can sort of improve and, and build on. So hopefully I'm primed for once uh, round one comes around. Yeah, definitely not too serious results-wise because you tell me they didn't even have a scoreboard out at, uh, where was it? Seaford. Seaford. Down Seaford, yeah. yeah. No scoreboard. So, yeah, I think we won. I think we won. <laughs> but don't quote me on it because, yeah, no scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're still playing as a defender? Yeah, still playing as a defender. Um, just mentioned, though, I played on the wing on the weekends as well. So I played a half as a back and half as a wing and really enjoyed the wing. It was good. Um, felt like I could really use my attributes there. But, yeah, still playing down back, and I think that's where they'll keep me for this year. But who knows? Things can change. I could end up playing wing or going back forward. Not too sure yet, but, mm. yeah, still down back. Any tips or tricks or nuggets of advice that you've been given in this pre-season? Uh, I think just uh, probably the big one is is just keep working on your deficiencies. Um, so mine's probably my contest work that I've really got to work on. But I think the other thing as well that um, coaches and players have been really – trying to drive is just playing to your strengths so um, I'm obviously everyone's there for a reason um, because they've all got different attributes and assets so it's just making sure that you show them on the park and and show why you're you're meant to be there Mm. Who are the uh, defensive coaches at the Saints at the moment? So we just brought in, uh, we we had a couple changes in the off season actually with some coaches so Aaron Hamill was our defensive coach last year but he's now moved to Carlton and we brought in Corey Enright from Geelong so um, yeah, another bloke who's got unbelievable record, six or six-time All-Australian or something, three hundred odd, three hundred and something games. So, a lot of experience, three-time Premiership player as well. So he's come into the program and, and had a huge impact on myself, but also all the other backs as well. And then our development coach, who's actually our VFL coach, Jake Batchelor, who I've spent a fair bit of time with, um, is also working with us, us backs. So um, they're both great additions to the club. Since coming on board, you were saying Corey and Rice helped you massively, but what, what's he told you? How has he helped you? You can get as technical as you'd like here. Well, he's, um, he's just, like I mentioned before, he just, he's, a, he's another one that just wants you to play to your strengths. And, and um, obviously, you know, as a defender, you, your mindset's got to be defend first. That's your number one priority. But once, you, you know, once you've, you've, you've um, defended or you've got your opponent done or whatever, it's just like, okay, how can you... Um, you, how can you sort of offensively get used? So um, he's been really – I've been watching a fair bit of vision with him and, and, and Jake Batchelor as well about ways where I can get used offensively um, as well. And, and obviously that will help me get in the game too. So that's sort of what he's been working on me with. And then obviously working with the other backs, um, trying to build good connection with them um, leading into the year. So um, like I said, Boris uh, has been a, a great addition to the club and – yeah, you can already see the changes that um, that he's made and, and that obviously we've already played a couple of games now and you can really see the, the mindset and, and how well we're going down as a back six, so it's good. Have your strengths changed or adapted since we last spoke? Uh, they haven't really changed. They've adapted, I think. Um, I only played a half on the wing, but probably one of the biggest attributes is my running and um, I felt like I was really able to utilise that playing on the wing and then... I'm slowly starting to work away because I'm obviously probably not at a size where I can body up my opponents. So it's working around ways where I can impact without having to body up too much. So use my run and jump to try and either spoil or mark. Um, so that's been that's a slow progress. It's it's, it's uh, there. Are, I have seen improvements, but still got a bit to go. Um, 
but yeah, no, I haven't had too much change in regards to my strengths or, but I think it's more just my strengths are starting to adapt to, to the position I'm playing. So a particular skill over the pre-season that has just developed in leaps and bounds and you've just skyrocketed in terms of the skill level? Um, I think my footwork has been something that I've noticed has been a big change when I'm sort of launching at the ball um, with regards to running and jumping at it. So um, I'm starting to read the flight of the ball a little bit better. So, um, which is, and footwork plays a big part in that as well. So um, if you're not, if you don't have correct or, uh, you know, correct technique with regards to your footwork, you can either misjudge the flight of the ball or get caught under it. So I think that I've really started to notice that. Um, and even some of the coaches have said they've noticed that too. So that's probably a skill that's improved over this preseason. And do, do you reckon you're more likely to, if you get a uh, spot in the 22 for AFL, you reckon it's more likely to be on a wing or back six? I think it'd be more likely back six. Um, I'm not 100% sure um, because I only that was sort of the first game that I've played on the wing. Um, so they haven't really been able to see what I'm like as a winger just yet. Um, I've just been, yeah, training as a back and, and playing as a back. So... I th- yeah, but who knows? I'm, I'm not 100 sure, but I think most likely be in that back six. Yeah. What's the the pecking order like in the back six? I'm not really an expert on the Saints. What's the the depth like back there? We've got a lot of depth actually. Um, competition for spots is going to be yeah, it's it's going to be pretty tough this year. Um, I think um, so. Sort of the back six at the moment, uh, or sort of the keys at the moment that are in the team are probably like Dougal Howard. Um, Cal Wilkie and, and Josh Battles, so they're probably the ones that I'm sort of um, up against. And and then you got guys that are in the um, VFR with me, like Dara Joyce, Tom Highmore, um, so uh, as well as um, Oscar Adams, one of it, one of our new boys. So it's going to be, yeah, it's it's great. It's and we're all healthy, so um, it's 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 good to have that competition, I suppose. And um, and yeah, hopefully, Touchwood, hopefully, no one gets injured, but. I think it's great that, you know, if, if we do lose players, that we've got guys who are ready-made who can come straight in and fulfil a role. So it's good. Yeah, last year, smacked by injuries. Yeah. Got emergency a few times yourself. Like You were going to be next cap off the rank, really, uh, you were saying last time. But uh, much healthier list at this stage of the season at the moment. Yep. Uh, have the coaches told you how, how close you are to best 22? I haven't had too much conversation with him. I think for me it's more just going playing VFL and, and working my way th- um, in the VFL system. So, um, I'd, yeah, I haven't had too much dialogue with the coaches and with regards to how close I am, but I think if I start, yeah, it's it's pretty much on me now. I've, I've got to go and play some good footy and then hopefully push my case. Um, so, yeah, I've got to make sure that I'm consistent. So, yeah, not too much dialogue about where I'm sitting at the moment, no. How's the team going? As a whole, do you, you reckon you're looking in good nick? Yeah, I think we are. And, I mean, every, it's it's funny, like, everyone this time of year, look, all 18 teams are, are on even. Like, everyone's looking good in pre-season. Yeah. I've been really impressed with our pre-season this year, and particularly with regards to our standards. We're really driving professional standards. Um, and everyone has, yeah, been... We've we sort of got these three pillars that we like to sort of... Um, uh, sort of step, live by and that's like competitive team first and professional and um, if we're all living by those standards which I, which I think we are um, yeah we're going to be a pretty good team so Is I'm that really, a new thing this year? Uh, yeah we, we've always sort of had um, our own sort of pillars but these we've sort of renamed them this year and right. um, I th- yeah like I said we're all living by that at the moment and 
I'm pretty excited to see what we can do because we're we're a pretty talented list. We've got some we've got some great players, so I think Saints fans should be excited for what 2022 holds. What were the pillows before? Do you remember? Uh they were pretty similar with regards to competitive and team first. Um, I actually can't quite remember the ones from last year. Just because you talk about your new ones, you just forget about yeah, yeah. the old ones, I suppose. But um, so yeah, I can't quite remember. Mm. So you're saying that the team's looking really good at the moment. Obviously didn't quite meet expectations, internal expectations and external expectations last season as a team. How how's this season different? Well, I think for us this year we, we want to be back playing finals and, and contending. Um, and I've no doubt I've we've got the capability to do that. I mentioned before we've got a really talented list and a really driven group too. So um, you know, we want to be playing finals this year and we want to be contending. So um, you know, it's probably last year. It was probably a lot of expectation on us to play finals and, and do well. Um, so whereas this year we can, where it's there's not too much difference. I think just the, we just want to be playing finals like every other team. And so um, hopefully we can do that. And I got no doubt that we've if we play our best footy, we're going to be pretty hard to beat. So you were probably saying a similar thing last year, though. Yeah. So how's is the atmosphere different at all this year and the the performance levels? Uh, not not really. It's, it's pr- probably more need to answer that when when the season's probably in its it sort of when we're halfway through the season or whatever. Because yeah, pre-season it's you start from scratch. Everyone's like I said, everyone's on zero points, zero wins, zero losses. So yeah, um, everyone's even. So um, it's just I think this year it's we just yeah want to be playing finals. That's 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 a that's the aim. That's the goal. And we want to be contending. So. What do you want to be doing personally? What are you aiming for? I'd love to to play. There's no doubt about that. Play at the level, um, and that's that's my number one goal. So I want to be, yeah, hopefully get an opportunity at some stage this year playing AFL, and then want to have a <coughs> sorry, I want to have a really consistent year, whether that's at AFL or VFL level, and then just be best teammate person I can be. So not much has changed from sort of goals last year. They're pretty similar. So. Um, but number one is to play AFL, yeah. Well, how are you going to get there to play AFL? What are you going to be doing to get that spot in the 22? Well, I've got to, I'll be definitely trying to find some consistency in the VFL. So I'll be um, making sure that, yeah, I'm I'm doing everything I can to make sure that I'm consistent. So whether that's going through um, clips with coaches around things I can work on or do some extra craft um, in the basketball court or whatever to improve on a few things, Um and then just making sure that I'm preparing as well as ever, um, pre and post game as well. So making sure I'm recovery's my key and um, that I'm mentally prepped as well. So um, whether that's through mindfulness, meditation, um, to make sure that I'm mentally engaged and, and ready for the game. So you big on the mindfulness and meditation? Yeah, it's a big it's a big part of our um, system that we've brought. We've, our psych, Benny Robbins, is, is fantastic in that space. Um, we do sort of meditation um, as a group pretty, nearly every day, actually. But some guys, some guys do it away from the club too. I'm someone that does a little bit as well outside of the club. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a and we've just built the the Danny Frawley Centre. I touched on um, before we started um, airing that yeah, we've just built that centre, which is pretty much a mindfulness centre. So we'll be utilising that um, a fair bit this year um, in regards to the mental health space. 
So mindfulness centre, what, what is that? What, what's in the Danny Fullness Centre? Is it just empty rooms and like soft couches or what is it? So it just, yeah, so it just opened uh, about a week ago. Um, actually opens to the public today, I think. So um, it's it's open to the public. So they've just built a, a pool um, and then uh, they've got a recovery centre, which isn't quite finished yet, but they've... Um, they're, they're going to add some ice baths in there, uh, some saunas, I think, as well. Um, I can't remember the other two that they're putting in there, but it's going to be yeah, based around recovery. And then that's in the downstairs part. And then upstairs is, yeah, there's it's pretty much for people who, you know, want to be able to improve, uh, you know, want to need some mental health advice or, or need some help that they can go and, and utilise some of the, so our psych will be in there. Um, there'll be a few other groups in there as well, not, quite sure who will be in there but it's just going to be used to hopefully um you know help people who are struggling or or need some advice so um yeah the club has done an immense job in in getting this facility up and running and it's going to be really exciting to see hopefully it you know it can we can create change and and help people to um overcome their mental health issues and and speak up as well i think that's a big thing that we're trying to drive with the danny frawley center this whole focusing on mental health in sport is, is quite new, right? So before you got into the professional AFL environment, how, how did you view mindfulness? Because probably less so now, but even in recent years, probably lots of footy players thought they were too tough for this, like focusing on their mental health and all that mm. soft shit. Like, So how, how did you view it before you came in? To be honest, I never ever did meditation or never even thought about mindfulness before I <laughs> before I got picked up um, but the, the other thing as well is, is why mindfulness is so important within professional sport is it actually helps on field not just off field so it helps you improve your decision making um, reaction time um, and it also you know it's it helps you stay in the present too for longer so because in a in a, in a game you you, you've got to make so many decisions and you've got to make you've got to try and make the best decisions every time so if you're making sure that you're um, doing if you you are following with your mindfulness and your meditation it's going to help you improve on game day too so um, and I've found that while I've been since I've got to the club and I've been meditating and and really making mindfulness a big forefront of my mind it's it's helped with um, my performance on game day too so because you can have all the physical attributes and you can be quick, you can have a good kick, you can be a good mark, but if you're not mentally in the game or in the moment, because um, there's so many, you know, as you know, in the AFL world, there's so many pressures to perform every week. Yeah, um, it's so important to, to make sure that, you know, you're, you're mentally and physically ready to, to play. So, But I never really took much part in mindfulness before I got to the club. It's the first time I've really, yeah, been involved with it. So if there's someone listening today who's thought about getting into mindfulness but hasn't really prioritised it, got around to it before, what would you say to them to kind of prod them in the right direction to start focusing on that kind of stuff? There's so many – I think the big thing is there's just – there's so many benefits to um, to, to mindfulness in, in meditation in particular um, because it, it not only – if you look at it in a footy sense, it – it helps you improve, like I said, on game day. But if you're looking at it just from a normal perspective, it can help. Um, it can help someone drastically. Um, you can feel a lot more calm. You don't feel as tense or, or stressed because you're um, 
your, your mind's just trained to, to be calm and, and in the moment. Um, and I think that's the big, big one is just staying, being in the present. So, you know, everyone lives different lives. Everyone's got their own little things going on in their life. But um, if, you, if you're not in the present, it's, yeah, it can, people can have struggles. So that's a big one for me is just it helps you staying in the moment, in the present, not worrying and taking you away from your worries that you might have in, in everyday life. Last two episodes when we spoke, um, both like this time last year and six months ago, which I encourage people to check out, Class of 2020 with you, you spoke about your life philosophy um, that your grandpa told you, no one's perfect. Is there a time since we've last spoke that you've used that or thought about it in particular? Um, Not that I can recall off the top of my head. Um, I think, no, not not. Not particularly, to be honest. I mean, you might see something in the news where someone's made a mistake or um, done something um, that's, yeah, quite, that's out of the ordinary or whatever that you might go, yeah, look, he's made a mistake, no one's perfect. Um, But there's not one that really sort of stands out from my personal experience. Um, Yeah, it's probably more just if you see something out there, someone makes a mistake, yeah, we all make mistakes, (laughs) no one's perfect, so. Yeah. Mm. It's a good philosophy to have. Mm. Um, get that, mate. It's very good. But I think that just about wraps us up. So uh, thank you very much for joining us again. We're chatting six months or so, I guess. But thanks for joining me today in the studio, Matt. It's been a pleasure. My absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for having me. It's been good to come in and, and have a chat. So I uh, look forward to catching up in six months' time. Uh, in person. Love it. Yeah, thank love you, it. Thanks for listening, guys.